And we're live here on Facebook. I'd like to welcome those listening in podcast land and also those on YouTube, as well as my buddy Rich. If you're watching us, listening to us, or whatever you're doing, like, comment, subscribe, do all the things, hit the bell. Rich, how you doing this week? I'm doing all right, Mike. So uh, second time is the charm, I guess. So uh, we apologize if you got a what we call a lip reader special with no audio until about three quarters the way through our show. So um, we're going to go try to keep this under 45 minutes because it's 10 o'clock. Yep. And 10 o'clock at night already here in uh, here in Iowa. Yep. So um, Rich, what are we talking about this normal week? Topics. Um, we're going to be going into the NASCAR corner, talking about Darlington in Kansas, the Chicago Cubs, as always, giving you a quick recap of what's going on with our teams in the NBA and the NHL playoffs, as well as talking the NFL for over and under for the Bears. So, Mike, what's the time to do? It's time to roll the intro. Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa. This is Balls and Sticks, the podcast, with your hosts, Mike and Rich. And we're back. Okay, first we had a poll question. Rich, this week's poll question, center field from the cheap seats. A beautiful, beautiful day for a ball game. Which did you pick? Why'd you pick it? And, <laughs> I mean, why wasn't it? Um, yeah, Mike, I went with uh, It's a Beautiful Day for a Ball Game. Hearing that song, whether I'm at Wrigley or John O'Donnell, I mean, it it's one of those catchy tunes to where I know I'm at a ball game when I hear that song, whether it's being played on the organ or a recording of the song. Yep. Just one of those things. I love hearing that song, humming along with it, singing along with it. Yeah, mine is. And so that that's why I voted for it. Mine is always, uh, mine's got to be center field. I mean, it's John Fogarty. It's uh, put me in coach. I'm ready to play today. Look at me. I could be yeah. center field. And you know what? That's where our people voted. Five votes for center field, two for beautiful day, and one vote or no votes for from view from the cheap seats. This week we're going to do talking baseball. You find whichever one you want. There's a million of them mm-hmm. out there. You find them, folks. Rich made the live go made the post go live tomorrow at noon. So look for that. Yeah. And it's going to be going against the Simpsons talking softball. Uh, man, that just brings me back to great memories of riding in Grandpa's van up to Wrigley Games. You and I in the front seat enjoying that while all the people in the back were complaining that we're listening to Simpsons music. Did we? Did, did we make the people that rode with us up in Milwaukee listen to it? We did. We did. I don't and they complained did, about or... it. They complained about it. And that was okay. I, I thought I thought that was just something that we did on the on the ride home. No, I made I put it home. on I put it on and uh, and friend of the show Nick Baker and uh, Hartlett. No, what was the girl's name? Um, Victoria. Was oh, okay, it? yeah. Victoria. Yeah, Victoria. Both, both complained about it, and so we ended up turning it off. But you know. Uh, then we made them listen to Strumming with the Devil, and then they complained about that. So what do you do? Can't You can pick your friends, but you can't make your friends like good music. Okay. Uh, once again, look for that to go n- live tomorrow at noon. Rich, do you see what's coming up? 
Um, is it a left turn? Mike? It's a bunch of left turns because we're heading into the NASCAR corner presented as always by Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated, Moline, Illinois. Check them out on Fifth Avenue for all your sports memorabilia needs in person or on their eBay store. Once again, that's Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated. This week we went to Dar- that was Darlington at, for the Goodyear 400. <laughs> your winner, Joey Logano, in a controversial win. Rich, we'll get to that in a minute. In fourth place came Kevin Harvick, my pick, in 36th place uh, with a wreck and some engine problems and all sorts of stuff going on, Kyle Larson. Rich, that gives me a 9-5 to five win. It does. You're, you're starting to build that gap, so I need to start closing it. Yep. Closing it and get some wins here. Yep. Um, and hopefully that can start in Kansas. But before we give our picks for Kansas um, – did you get to watch any of the race, being that it was Mother's Day? I did not. We we were busy yeah. and we were doing other things, so it was fine. Neither did I. I started watching the race uh, while we waited for our folks, my folks, to come and pick us up to go out to dinner in Makokota. And uh, I watched the the end of the race. Was it clean? What, what did, Was Joey Lugano, did he take it too far doing the bump on the last lap to to get that pass on Willie B or on the last lap you were racing on the last lap rich you bump your best friend your mama's best friend and your wife's best friend you might not want to bump your wife you could think about bumping your mama but everybody else is fair game because it's the last lap you gotta you gotta run it and it I mean if you if you're not first you're last yeah, I, I don't see any problem with it. I mean, obviously, Team Hendrick did, as oh, yeah. Jeff Gordon made comments about how uh, Joey Logano can expect uh, payback for that. So yeah, in general, though, you're not going to do that. I don't know if it'll come this race a rate, or another a, one. You're generally not going to do that at a racetrack this fast. Uh, Kansas is a, a fairly fast racetrack. You're not going to do it somewhere <laughs> fast like that. You'll probably want to wait until you're at a short track or even think about it at a road course in some of the, the tight turns there, uh, if you get it. Um, so question for you, Mike. Yo. Could it come at Texas Motor Speedway in the no. All-Star race? Yeah, no. Since that's, a, that's, a, that's an all-or-nothing race, whether you don't get any, no points, no mm-hmm. stage points, no No, your goal on that just... is to hurt him enough to, to take away points. You don't want to... You don't want to hurt him as a as a person. You don't want to injure him, but you want to you want to take away points. You want to hurt his chances at the end of the year. Uh, I I don't think you'll do it at a uh, at a meaningless race. You might sometimes those are the best places to do it, but I don't know. Rich, you won once again Ed Darlington with one eighty. I came in second with one forty eight. Easers in third by one point behind me. Dupo and Funkhouse had uh, 94 and 93 respectively rich you have gotten over a hundred point lead over everybody almost 163 point lead over everybody um and i am just as many points behind everybody uh for last place uh rich we're heading to kansas like you said uh i am gonna I really like Kevin Harvick in this race, but I don't think picking him uh, three times in four races, I believe, is a smart move. So I'm going to go with Martin Truex Jr. 
get him two times in three races. So I, I'm going to have to start looking at looking outside and, and maybe picking some other guys. But it's been working for me so far. Rich, who are you picking? Um, I'm actually going to go with Kevin Harvick. Looking at the track okay. history, yeah, there he always seems to run in the in the top ten. So yep. I'm going to go with Kevin Harvick okay. this week. I, I thought about picking Will, William Byron, but I, you just don't know where that payback is going to come. Is it going to be him doing the payback? Will it be yep. another Kendrick driver if they're down multiple laps and no chance of winning the race? Is is that call going to come in from Gordon to uh, Gordon or Rick Kendrick to say, all right, do something Logano. You're not going to win this race anyway. So. Okay. Well, look so for know. that so that's this why I'm not weekend pick on Sunday. Sunday FS1. It's okay. still going to be on the cable network. We should but probably we make East that. Link. We should probably make that a track that we go to uh, in honor of Solomon's birthday. Generally, it's that weekend, which is this weekend. Today is Solomon's birthday. Happy birthday, Solomon. Uh, we appreciate you. Um, so we should make that trip one of these days. Uh, and this has been the NASCAR Corner, presented by Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated, Moline, Illinois, on Fifth Avenue. Check them out for all your sports memorabilia needs, either in person or online, on their eBay store. That is Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated. Okay, moving, keeping making right turns on the diamond. The Cubs recap. Rich. They were two for four. That's what you predicted. That's what happened. Uh, man, I did not think they were going to win any games. Uh, they shocked the Padres, uh, last night and then the, or yeah. And then they, uh, they actually had a great game by Kyle the other night. And so, you know, two games, they kind of deserve those, I suppose. Um, yeah, you, you take them anywhere you can get them, especially yep. with the way this team is playing is expected to do this year and how they're just playing in general. So, so we I need to talk about it. The over-under is 75, 75 and a half games. Do you think they're going to make it? No, okay. but they're not going to win it because I think even if they're on track to get to the 75 wins around July, I mean, they're going to – you're not going to – the team that you're seeing right now as the starting lineup, I'm betting that at least – I'm betting if those guys are have any trade value, they're going to try and trade them. Yeah. Um, so, and, we, and hopefully that doesn't mean Wilson Contreras, but I think that it will. Yeah. And I think you're going to see the back end of the bullpen being Does, traded away for whatever you can get in return. Yeah. I don't think you're going to see many of our rookies end up on that trade block. Uh, no. But, man, I depending on who they are, you might. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be because – they're in full rebuild mode, and if you don't think that a guy's gonna gonna make you good by the time he makes his it's contract time, you might as well get you might as well sell him early, sell him cheap, and uh, get a lot more out of him than than you ever hoped for. Um, but uh, that's just my pseudo thoughts on it. Um, Rich, this week we have two against the Diamondbacks. We are not including tonight's game against the Padres, and mm-hmm. we have three against the Pirates. And then two against the Diamondbacks in Wrigley. So two in Arizona tomorrow and Sunday. Uh, three games in Chicago with the Pirates and two games with the Diamondbacks. Uh, Rich, how many wins do you think they're going to get? 
Um, since they're going to have to use the back end of the rotation against the Diamondbacks out in Arizona, um, I still think they can get two wins this week. I, ooh, I don't know. I think it's going to be a one-win week. Uh, I, I think it's hard to get one against the Diamondbacks. In Air, it's going to be hard. They are a streaky team. We don't know what's going on with them, but, uh, man. They're doing better than the Cubs. They are. And being the entire NL West <coughs> is really good this year because, I mean, they're even though Arizona's in last place, they're still above 500. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I, I'm going to give them one. You're giving them two. So we had a no-hitter this week, mm-hmm. uh, a rookie no-hitter. Um, yeah, Reed Detmers of the Angels. Yeah. Did a no-hitter with under, I think it was under 100 pitches. Nice. And I think he said 94. Only two strikeouts. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Um, only two strikeouts. So he got a lot of outs from ground balls and fly balls. So. He's got a manager that's going to let him do that, though. Yeah, I, I. it wouldn't have surprised me one bit that if he was pitching for the Dodgers, he probably would have been out of there by the sixth or seventh inning. If he's pitching for the Dodgers, if he's pitching for the Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay uh, Rays, if he's pitching for the A's. I don't think the A's would do that, but maybe really? even uh, maybe even the Yankees. Yeah, as a all the teams that are buying into this analytical. Yeah, all the teams that buy into analytics are teams that I think would have probably pulled him. So, um, makes you wonder: Would the Cubs have pulled him? Hmm. David, I don't think they would have. See, it's it's going to be I mean, one of those let, hard. They things. let Kyle Hendricks go eight innings in the win against San Diego this week. So And I think I think I think the the key is how bad the Cubs are. You got to give That's something exactly. That would be something that you could put on the season highlight reel yep. or that that instantly becomes part of the kind of like the pregame intro yep. when they're announcing the before the Cubs games before uh, uh Pat Hughes yells and the Chicago Cubs baseball, baseball is, is on, on the air. air. Yeah. That would be a part of that, like, season, like, big moments in the season. Yeah. You so, have that call. I don't think the Cubs would. I think the the Cubs management would tr- want to, but they would also understand that the marketing side feds don't do it. So I think they would – I think they'd have to let it go, but it'd be a struggle and there'd be a, a conversation about pulling him – uh, with the guys that are the puppet masters for Dar- for for David, um, oh, did I say that out loud? That's all right. Um, the other thing that kind of make news are headlines in the in the MLB: the questionable or bad umpiring, depending on how you see it. Yeah, I as as a fan. You know what? It is getting to the point where, Rich, are you sitting down? Yeah. Steady yourself. Make sure you're nice and steady. I'm not 100% opposed to the robo-ump at this point in time. Okay, nobody... I didn't die. That was hard for me to say, I'd have to agree with that. I'd like to see how it works in-game. Yeah. Do you see the strike zone adjust based on... Does the... Like the little image on your screen does it change based on how tall the batter is or how his batting stance is does that adjust to it yeah is it if it's if a ball crosses the strike zone and it's on that 
imaginary box and it hits the line is that a ball or is that a strike or yeah. does that come down to a judgment call behind on the home plate umpire or whoever is that's watching the game telling the umpire to say ball or strike uh i actually heard a great argument about this and and it's specifically what you're talking about uh and it talked about and it comes from somebody that you might be surprised about saying it all right who is it randy johnson all right what's the big unit have to say about it he said that the strike zone has to be lowered because anybody that can hit that top of that strike zone is just gonna have just gonna paint that top of that strike zone every day all day and guys will never be able to catch up to it because 95 miles an hour at the top of that strike zone is unhittable it just is and if they can hit the line every on a consistent basis yep it technically has to be called a strike yep if that's how so it's going to be interpreted the big unit himself said we need to lower where the strike zone is to give guys a chance that seems a little crazy to me that he would be the one to make that call but I like it. Yeah, so that's for sort of a wait and see. Yep. I think if the umpiring continues to be a problem and it doesn't, it never leaves the new cycle, I think you could almost see it almost next year, especially I, if they're testing the the robo-ump all the way up in AAA now. Yeah, I would be... I. I would not be upset if they talked season, about it. Maybe a season to where it's a mix between... Yeah. You would see that, all right, pitch track says that that's a strike, but the umpire still has, a home plate umpire, it still has the right to overrule the call. I actually think it should be the opposite. I think it should be a veto from upstairs, not a veto from downstairs, but that's just me. Um, okay. But that would also slow the game down if, you, if yeah. you had the option of, like, if you got the person in the mic saying, strike, and you got the umpire saying, nope, that's a ball, just to spite I change in their profession. No, what I think it should be is if the guy calls a terrible call, uh, the guys upstairs should automatically say, no, no, change it. Um, And it would be a job. It would cost them a job. So, Rich, off of the diamond, onto the hardwood, the Bulls are eliminated. The Suns are tied uh, with the Mavs uh, three and three, game seven, Sunday night. The Bucks lead this, or the Bucks are tied. You have leads still mm-hmm. on here. The Bucks are oh, tied right. with the Celtics. Uh, three and Game Seven is Sunday night. Currently being played, the Warriors Grizzlies. I'm guessing that's going to go to Game Seven Sunday night as well. Rich, we'll how's see. So how's we'll hockey have going? More to talk about on that next week. The hockey. Um, your pick of the Maple Leafs are tied with the Lightning, three to three. They're going to have Game Seven on Saturday. Uh, the Wild are out as they lose. They lose to the Blues four to two. My pick of the Avalanche to win it all swept the Predators in the first round four zero, and the Hurricanes will be playing in a game seven against the Bruins on Saturday. I actually watched some hockey this week. I enjoyed it. I might watch some more next time I get a chance. So the NFL, uh, as we've talked about this year in particular, has been able to stay in the headlines. We've had two weeks in a row. The last two weeks, we hadn't talked about them. We're back to talking about them. Um, the Bears, uh, they they gave a uh, they gave the lineup. Uh, Rich, work. I'm not gonna look. I'm not gonna give whether I think it's over under. I am just gonna give whether I think it's a win or a win. loss, well, and then yep. we'll determine at that point whether it's an whether we agree 
with the over-under. We won't say what it is yet. Rich, week one, 49ers, Bears. Uh, I think it's in Chicago, but I don't think that matters. The f- uh, no, the 49ers don't know who their quarterback are. Is the Bears do. We're going to go with the Bears. That's going to be a win. They're going to win week one. Um, I can't give them a win there. The 49ers looked good last week, last, last time going up to the uh, NFC championship game, even if they have Trey Lance under center. But I also think that if they, I also think that if training camp plays out and they still see that Jimmy Garoppolo gives them the best chance to win, they will, Trey Lance will still sit in the wings another year if they have to. Okay. So you're going to give them a loss week two. I'm going to give them a loss. Week two, uh, the Bears versus the Packers. That's that's a loss in rig in 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 Lambo in yeah. the frozen that, tundra. That's a loss. Yeah, that, that I I can't come up with an excuse on how that would be a a lo- a, a win for him. Rich, all right. Week week three, three probably the. Texas. I'm gonna guess this is your first win. I am going to give them a win against the Texans. Okay. They're a young team. They're trying to figure things out. And and I still don't know why they hired Lovey Smith other than the – You know what? I don't know. I'm giving them a win too. I'm okay with the Lovey Smith pick, but I, I still will give them a win. Uh, then they go out to New York to face the New York City football giants. Rich, what's your take? I'm gonna. Ha- I'm, I think that they can go into New Jersey and oh. get a win. Okay, yeah, you're right. It is Jersey. Uh, everything's legal in New Jersey. Bears then come up to the Great White North. Uh, we need to talk about that week. Um, we'll talk later. Uh, loss. I think the Vikings could be sneaky good this year. I think they getting a coach that's more offensive minded. And new ideas, fresh ideas in there. And uh, they had a pretty good draft. So I think that they could get that win. Then the Bears have a short week. week. It's a Thursday night game. The Bears, Commanders, who you got? This is a tough one because I don't – I think this could be one where I change my pick based on how the Bears and the Commanders are both looking once we get to week six. So I'm going to give them a win right now. I'll give them a win too. Uh, then we go up a few. Uh, we go up uh, up the road from Washington. Get up to Boston. No, we... no, no. The, the Commanders game is in Chicago. Oh, it is so in Chicago. You're right. Okay. England to face the Patriots. You're right. <clears throat> that actually um, makes me think that they they win that game even more. Uh, out to they're going to lose against the Patriots. Bill Belichick's better yeah, than anything please. that the Bears have. All right, week number eight, they stay on the road, and they're going to go to Jerry World to take on the Cowboys. Oh, man. Um, I'm going to give them a loss here is my initial thought. Initial thought, yeah. Yeah. Um, Then the Bears have the Dolphins in week nine. Um, I don't know what to make of the Dolphins yet. Exactly. You they have they've really invested in speed on their offense with their draft pick of Waddle last year and bringing in Tyree Kill. I gotta give but them a loss. A I gotta give yeah, them a loss. But they have, yeah, I'm gonna give them a loss right now, as well. Can Tua? Tua's got the tools. Now they need to see 
whether yeah. they need to pick up his fifth year option or sign him to a long term deal because Mike McDaniel can make it work. Probably the Week easiest the easiest win of my of my night. Uh, I'm gonna pick the Bears to win this game. It's against the Lions. I know that the it's a division game, and you never count it as a solid win, but it's at home. It's against the Lions. We gotta win that game, right? I will give them a win for now, but this could be another game where I might change later on when it gets to that week. What are you doing uh, with week the Falcons 11, in Atlanta? Yeah, week 11, they're going to be in the in hot Atlanta. Um, the Falcons don't look good. They could be going to a rookie quarterback in Desmond Ritter by this time. Yep. So I'm going to give them a win. I, I was going to give them a win. T- I'm giving them a win too. Bears-Jets win. You don't like that call. Um, you're right. Um, the Jets have made a lot of good changes. <sighs> they did. Ugh. I'm going to give them a loss for right now. Okay. Then the Packers come to town. Loss. Okay. That was... <laughs> I'm, gonna... I'm giving them a win. We're going to split the series. Hey, guess what, okay. Rich? Week 14, I guarantee you they don't lose. <laughs> They're not going to win either. They're not going to win. Um, That's the bye week. Week 15, we see the Eagles coming to Chicago. Uh, do the Bears win or do the Eagles fly? I think I know what I'm going to pick. Uh, fly, Eagles, fly. Fly, Eagles, fly. I agree. Uh, Bills and Bears in re- – in, uh, that's a loss. Yeah, that, that's a loss. If there's no use debating that, that's a loss. The yep. Bills look like – a really good team this year. Um, uh, week 17, they go to Detroit to take on the Lions. I'm going to put that as a loss. Yeah, I like the loss, too. They're, I mean, even if there's they race for last in the division, there's the talk that, I mean, it doesn't seem like the Lions really quit on Dan Campbell. They, nope. they play hard for him. I could even see the Lions... Maybe even sweeping the series and getting that win in Chicago, too. If the Lions – here's the problem. If the Lions get out of their own way and they let Dan Campbell continue to do what he's doing, it's a loss. If they if they are still struggling by that point and ownership is dumb, it could be a win because he gets fired. If Dan Campbell gets fired, it's a win. But I don't think he's don't, getting fired. I think they're going to. I agree. They gave him a long-term deal for a reason. I agree, so Rich. I don't think that there's going to be any problem. But how many times have we seen the Lions do something stupid towards the end of the year? Okay. Uh, and then yeah. the Vikings come to town to end the year. I got to give them a loss. Yeah, I got to give them a loss, too. The Vikings could be playing for a playoff spot. Rich, you – oh, man. How am I hotter than you on the Bears? I have them at eight wins. I don't think I like that pick. I don't like eight. I don't think they win eight. But I'm going to go with it. I don't see him – I don't get I don't see them going to that I don't see them getting the eight wins. Yeah. But I mean there there's matchups that could go either way. I mean, so, the Commanders game the Commanders game could go the either way. Yep. Um I think the Dolphins game could go either way. Maybe <clears throat> the Packers built, and I know that I know that even the Packers. The Packers games as much as we as much as we both agree and 
we hate the Packers. The Packers are a great team, and as much as we don't think that the Bears are a great team this year, <laughs> there's no reason to think that they can't win. They always show up to play the Packers really well, and especially when it's at home. I, I'm going to stick with eight, which means I'm picking the over this year. Last year, you had the over. I had the under. Um, it's seven and a half. Uh, I think that's I, – I honestly think that seven and a half is a good line, uh, and I think that you'll probably get a good – good chunk of bets um so yeah okay uh, oh, yeah but uh, as always mike we these aren't set in stone this is yeah. just preseason picks yep and we haven't just seen... got revealed yep the schedule just got revealed you don't know what could happen in training camp with some of these teams you yep. don't know yep aaron Rodgers could break so... his could break his leg and not play the year like I, I'm not. Yeah. I don't want that. To, honestly, I don't want that to happen. I don't wish any harm on someone physically. But he could. He could have something go wrong and not play well. He could get yeah. the yips, or maybe could, yeah, or maybe the the wide receiving core that the Bears, well, many people thought neglected through the draft. Maybe you're calling that a you're calling that a wide receiver well. core. They picked up a couple of wide receivers, if you count okay. the guys that were drafted. If they, uh, if you include the guys that were um, undrafted free agent signings, I think. Okay. Um, yeah. So, so also that's in, what we have it at right now. Yep. And we will again. We'll give you our picks every week. Okay. Also, we have to give you uh, the last bit of NFL news this week. Tom Brady uh, again in the news, not to be outdone. Uh, he's going to Fox after he retires. Do you like this? Do you not? I don't know. I mean, he's a guy that talks. He He's football talk. Tight-lipped. Gives you the generic sound bite. So okay, I, I want to know was, what he's like. That was Tom Brady. That was New England Tom Brady. Tampa Tom has been much more open. He's He does things like do podcasts, and he does stuff like that. He's become much more open up. I think it's going to be... I, I think he can. I think it's going to be a good thing, uh, and I mean he's making huge amounts he's of money. Gonna make, exactly, he's going to make more money over the life of that television contract that he made over the entire his entire playing career, and that probably doesn't even count if he says, "Well, I'm, I, hey, with how I'm doing and how your ratings are doing, I deserve to be the high. We need to renegotiate my contract because I now." I think I deserve to be the highest paid announcer. So that he doesn't is, even count like it's, if it's Collinsworth not... or Romo, yep. Collinsworth or Romo get big contracts. That doesn't mean he couldn't go to the go to the network and say, "All right, you know what? I think I need a little bit more money now." It's not about Tom being just a, being there for games. It's him being there week in and week out dealing with sponsors. It, he's gonna be he's gonna be huge amounts of money too them it's good it's no contest it was a great move good job on the nfl also in our quick hits uh uh we have that uh the kentucky derby uh winner is rich stake at 80 to 1 odds yeah they that was the horse with the second longest odds to ever win the derby I think the last one was on like a 93 or a 94 to one that happened like all the way back in like a 1913. Do you know what his odds were at night at an hour before post? 
No, I don't know what his rating. 99 to 1. Hmm. If you would have bet an hour before the race and put $1,000 on him, you'd have $99,000 in your pocket today. How yeah, crazy. But he was also a late addition to the field as well. Because tis the bomb scratched. Uh, Zandon took third. That means I win. Um, yeah, Rich Stake is not racing in the Preakness. So no, no so, triple uh, crown we'll, option this year. No. So we'll give you our picks for the Preakness next week. Yep. As that's going to run on the 21st with the Belmont Stakes being run on the 11th. Yep. And no spoiler alert this week as the Mass Singer was a best of slash behind the scenes episode or maybe it was like the how they got to the finals epi- type of episode. Yep. So Rich, um, let's give the people seen... who's your prediction. You have the Ringmaster, the Firefly, and the Frog Prince. Who's going to win? I'm going to go with the Frog Prince. I really liked his maybe I don't know if I it's, agree. I like I don't him know a lot. If it's I mean, I don't know if it's just the freshness of not seeing the ringmaster yeah. in a while. And there were also some, I mean, for the most part, as long as the Firefly doesn't win, I'll, it, it, I'll be happy with it. I am taking the ringmaster, so I, and I agree 100%. If Frog Prince wins, that's fine with me. I just don't want the Firefly. Rich, do you have any shout-outs before we end the show? Um, You mentioned him already, but uh, Solomon Scroop. Uh, yep getting a, a birthday and uh your birthday is going to be um yeah. going on on friday before a week from we, today yeah a week from today so solomon happy birthday we are celebrating your birthday uh enjoy and uh folks thank you so much for listening this has been a quick episode uh we thank you so much for listening god bless see you next week probably saturday and we will likely have a guest in the studio But, Rich, it's time to do what? Roll that outro, Mike. Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa, this is Balls and Sticks, the podcast, with your hosts, Mike and Rich.